Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're starting Daf Chav, Daf 20 of Masechta Yuvamis. Uh, well, the first part of the Daf, we continue talking about the Machlokas between Reb Shimon and the Chacham regarding Eishis Ochu Shloibah Olamo. And then um, we get up to New Mishnah, talks about some interesting stuff, you know, about the, uh, the different relationships that aren't allowed, I guess, but uh, it's arguably interesting. Friends, we're going to start on Daf Yutas Amud Beis, um, on the first of the wide lines at the bottom, in Yosef of Menashe Bar Zvid Kamed Vuna. So if Menashe Bar Zvid is sitting in front of Avuna, Yosef Kamer, and he says, what does he say? He says, my time with Shimon. What's Pshat with Shimon? Right? Reb Shimon, of course, says, oh, if boy, we could do this in our sleep. Oh, Reuven's married to Sarah, Shimon's married to Rivke, Reuven dies, Shimon does Yibum with Sarah, Levi's born, Shimon dies. Okay. Now, uh, in this case, um, Levi is born after, right, at the time, how about this? At the time that Levi is born, Shimon had already done Yibum with Sarah. And Kilu Shimon was married to Sar. Sar was married to his brother Shimon when when he Levi was born. And Reb Shimon says that that is not an issue of Eishusachav Shleib Olamus. So again, start from the beginning. Yosef of Menashe Bar Zvid Kamed Ravun of Yosef Kamed My Time with Reb Shimon. What's proud with Reb Shimon? How come he does not consider this to be Eishusachav Shleib Olamus? My Time with Reb Shimon. What do you mean? What's the reason of Reb Shimon? Kidomer Time. As Reb Shimon says, Since when Levi was born, Sarah was married to his brother Shimon. Shimon's still alive. She was never a Zika, you know, she was never connected to Reuven, who already died before he was born. But, um, by the time Levi was born, uh, she was married to Shimon. What do you want me to tell you? Leave me alone. So, no, we want to know, okay, so let's chat with the rabbis. Why do the rabbis say that even though when Levi was born, Shimon was already married to Sarah? Why do the rabbis stick to their guns and say that it's still since once upon a time Sarah was married to his uh, deceased brother, Reuven. Omer Kruk, as the Apostle says, V'lokhalo le'isha v'yibma. Because the Apostle says, in the context of Yibum, that Shimon will take uh, Sarah as a wife, v'yibma. And he will do Yibum with her. Adain yibumin harishonim aleh. That even once um, Shimon marries Sarah, Still, v'yibma. Still, yivumim arishonim aleah. There's still the initial yibum that is connected to Ruvain that never goes away, and therefore, and that is why the rabbis say that even though when Levi was born, Shimon was already married to Sari, nonetheless, there's still a shtikel Ruvain darin. There's still a shtikel Ruvain darin, and uh, therefore. Um, even though when Levi was born, Reuven was already, Shimon was already married to Sarah, nonetheless, it's still a Shisachu Shleib Balamo, because it's still a Shtikel Reuven Darin. Shtikel Reuven Darin. Did I say Shtikel Shimon Darin? 
Stücke Ruven Dorten. Weiter. Elohotitran, befragte Gemar, what about the following Mishnah? What about the, uh, what about the, uh, first Mishnah? What, 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 what about the following Mishnah? Konsa, Arei Kishta Lechodover. That, once Shimon marries Sarit, um, she's his wife in, in, in every, in every, uh, every sense of the word. Vamra Biosi Babchanino. Even says of Yosef Abchanino that once Shimon does Yibum with Sarit, that's it, they're married, man and wife. If they want to break it up, well, the, you know, Chalitza is not going to do it anymore. You have to get a get. And listen to this. Even if, if, if they get divorced with a get, they can get remarried even. Kilu, you might think that, look, uh, Sarit is Eishas uh, Achim, right? Sarah was married to his brother Reuven. He's not allowed to marry Sarah. In the context of Yibum, he's allowed to. I might think, but if they get a divorce afterwards, Yibum is gone. She reverts to being somebody who was married to his brother Reuven, Shimon's Osir. Not true. Just like if a man and a, and a wife, a husband and wife get uh, divorced, they can get remarried as long as the wife hasn't married anybody else in the meantime. So, here too. Here too. If they get divorced, they can also get remarried. So mamish, they're considered uh, like husband and wife in in, in 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 seemingly every respect. So awesome nami lema v'yib madain yivum marishonim aleh v'tiboy chalitza ha 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 ha. But why don't we ask that? Well, if we're saying v'lokhalod liisha v'yibma, that even after marriage is still shtikoruvein darin. There's still uh, a little bit of the yibum, a little schmeck, a little taste of the of 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 of, of the yibum. So, no, so so why don't we say that if they get divorced, they should at least have to do chalitza, kilu epis, something from the yibum. If we're saying v'yibma, that there's still shtikol yibum darin. So shiny awesome. It's different to Amar because the Bible says v'lachol aliyisha, kevin shalachol naisis kiyishta l'chodavar. That what he well the pasuk says that Shimon marries uh, Sarah now now they're mamish husband and wife. Given once he takes her in marriage, they mamish become husband and wife, and therefore if they get divorced, they get divorced with a get, not with chalitza anymore. But then why don't we say the same thing over here? Why don't the rabbis say the same thing? Once Shimon gets married to Sarah, they're married in all respects of the word. In, all, in every sense of the word, and, and therefore when Levi's born, Shimon's already married to Sarah. That's it. Ruvain's old news. The Gemara says, "Yeah, but what about Vyibma? The word Vyibma is there to remind us always that there's always a shtikul Yibum over there. That even though when Levi's born, Shimon's already married Sarah." Nonetheless, there's still a shtikl ruvein darin. And for that reason, it's Eishis Achuv Shleib Umara Isa. So how come in the case of Eishis Achuv Shleib we keep on resorting back to the fact that yes, but once upon a time, Sarah was married to Ruven, And yet when it comes to divorce, we say that the no, no chalitza is necessary because 
their husband and wife in every sense of the word, no need for chalitza. So how come we, 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 we're, we're sort of applying the yibma teshesach of shleib olamo and we're applying, uh, we're applying leisha to, 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 to divorce. So amfret the gemara, mistava shdiatera atere vishdi isura isura. Well, it makes sense to say that put the sort of, we have which is sort of teaching us that they're considered husband and wife in every sense of the word. The whole Ruvain thing, the whole Yibum thing is behind them. So it's like a heter, it's being Matir Sare, who normally would be also to Shimon because she was married to his brother Ruvain. Now we're being Matir Sare to uh, Shimon. And when it comes to Vyibma, uh, Vyibma is sort of reminding us that yes, but she was once married to Ruvain. She only came to Shimon, you know, because Ruvain passed away, like reminding us of Yibum. So we say, look, it makes sense to apply the heter to the heter and the iser to the iser. What does that mean? The heter of v'lachal Isha that they'll be considered a husband and wife in all sense, in every sense of the word, that Yibum is behind them. And therefore, when they get divorced, it's just a regular get, there's no chalitza. That should be applied to the case of heter, i.e., to, 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 to Sarah who's allowed to marry Shimon, right? Normally Shimon would not be allowed to marry Sarah because she was, uh, married to his brother. But here we say, no, it's mutter in the context of, uh, of Yibum. And let's then also apply that heter and say that once they're married, they're entirely married. Yibum is behind them. And the Isser, when we say the Yibma, that we're reminding them that yes, but Sarah was once upon a time married to, married to Reuven, will apply that to the case, right, to remind them that it's Kilu, not fully a marriage, that there's still a shtickle Ruvain dart and there's still a shtickle Yibum over there. So we'll apply that to the situation of Isser, which is Eshesach of right, that he's not, uh, right, Levi doesn't do Yibum with the wife of his brother who died before he was born. So therefore, in, in that situation of, of, of Isser, of Eshesach of so we'll apply the Vyibma part of the Pasuk to remind us that even once Shimon is married to Sari, she was once upon a time married to Ruven, and therefore um, it's still going to be Eishasachim Shalohaya Baolamu. Frakti Gemara the Reb Shimon the Amar, and according to Reb Shimon who says, Holuvau Mitzah Beheter Velo Amda Olav Shaachas Beiser. But one second, Reb Shimon explained when it comes to Eishasachim Shalohaya Baolamu. That when Levi is born, if Shimon had already done Yibum with Sarah, so then Levi, if, when, when Shimon dies, Levi would be able to do Yibum with Sarah because the Amr because since when Levi came around, when he was born, he was born into a world in which Sarah was mutter to him because she was married to Shimon. And at no point was she usher to him, to Levi. Because she was already married to Shimon at the time that he was born. Friends, you ready for this? Friends, are you ready? Get ready. Lechen Azal, Hachanami Isser Achiv Shalai Balamu Lechen Azal. Haisura de Lesleatera, Haisura de Isleatera.
Friends, he's <clears throat> talking about a situation where, uh, hmm, how do we explain this? Previous marriages. Previous marriages. Uh, still, how do we explain this? Uh, we explain it like, uh, uh, how in the world do we explain this? Okay, how about let's say it like this. Yaakov is married to Sarah. Yaakov is married to Sarah. What do you want me to tell you? Yaakov is married to Sarah. However, however, before Yaakov was married to Sarah, Sarah was married to somebody else. Yaakov was married to somebody else. Sarah with this somebody else, I don't know, let's call him Yitzchak. So Sarah with Yitzchak gave birth to a daughter. They had a daughter together. I don't know, let's call her Rivka. Okay. And Yaakov with his other wife had a, a, a child together, a beautiful yingle named Ruven. Givaldik. Yaakov and Sarah are not yet married. Sarah is married to Yitzchak. Yaakov is married to, I don't know, whatever his wife's name is. They're not yet married. Sarah and Yitzchak have a daughter, Rivka. Yaakov and his wife have a son, Reuven. Kivaldi. Again, no relation between Yaakov and Sarah. Just two Jews. A Jewess named Rivka and a Jew named Reuven. Now, Yaakov and Sarah get married. I don't know, Sarah's husband dies, they get divorced, whatever it might be. Yaakov and Sarah get married. Not only that, but their children also get married. Yaakov marries Sarah and Ruvain marries Rivka. Why not? Ruvain's parents are Yaakov and uh, whatever his mother's name is. Rivka's parents are Sarah and Yitzchok. Yaakov and Sarah get married. Ruven and Rivka get married. Givaldik. Now, once Yaakov and Sarah are married, they have a baby. Shimon. A beautiful yingle. Shimon. Good guy. Ruven dies. So now what happens? Ruvain's dead. Ruvain and Shimon are both the sons of Yaakov, i.e. they're brothers. Right? So Ruvain dies, Shimon needs to do Yibum. But who's Ruvain's widow? Rivka. Rivka and Shimon share a mother. So that's not going to fly. That's not going to go down. That ain't going to go down. But friends, here's the thing. When Shimon was born, Ruvain was married to Rivka. Great. I mean, right? Shimon was born into a world where Ruvain and Rivka were married. I hope I didn't say Yaakov and Rivka. Ruvain and Rivka were married. And that was fine. And therefore, if we're going to say that the whole reason of Shimon for saying that Eishas Ochov Shlo'ayu does not apply to Levi, is because when Levi was born, he was born into a world in which everything was mutter. Shimon was married to Sarah. That's, but that's mutter. So when Shimon dies, Levi can do Yibam with Sarah. But one second, if we apply that to the situation 
of Yaakov and Yitzchak and Reuven and Rivka and Sarah and Shimon, those people, i.e., when Rivka is right, when 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 Yaakov and Sarah are married, Reuven and Rivka are married. They have different parents, but then right, Yaakov and and Sarah get married, and then together they have Shimon, Shimon. Right, Shimon and Reuven and Shimon both have the same father, Yaakov. Uh, Shimon and Rivka have the same mother, Sarah. Um, so let's say that when Shimon is born, uh, Reuven was already married to Rivka. And um, therefore, Shimon was born into a world in which uh, Reuven and Rivka were married, and that was Shalma Yisrael Givaldig. So when Ruvain dies, why can't Shimon do Yibum with his sister Rivka? That's what we want to know. Again, with Reb Shimon de Omar, Shimon who says, Since when Levi was born, he found Sarah in a permissible state. She was married to, right? She's no longer just the widow of Ruvain who's dead. Rather, he's, she's married to Shimon. And at no point was Sarah Osir to Levi. She was the wife of Shimon. Well, Elameato, what about the following case? Achosomeimo, you have Shimon. Shimon's sister is Rifke. Shimon and Rifke have the same mother, Sarah. However, Rifke's father is Yitzchak, is somebody else. Shinisa'achosomeoviv. And Rifke is married to Shimon's brother, Ruvain who has the same father as him, Yaakov, but a different mother. Shimon's mother is Sarah. Uh, Reuben's mother is somebody else. Right, and then Shimon is only born once. Reuben and uh, Rivka are already married. And then Reuben dies to Siabim. Shimon should have to do Yibum with Reuben's widow, Rifke, even though Rifke is his sister. Since when he was born, Rifke was married to Reuven, and that was all good. So, but one second. But you can't just say that because what about the fact that Rivka is his sister? He can't be with his sister. So why don't we say the same thing here and just say like and say that just like Shimon would not do even with his sister Rivka. So then, right? Even though when he was born, Rivka was already married to 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 to, to, to Shimon. Here also. Uh, Levi should not be doing even with Sarah, even though when he was born, she was already married to Shimon. <laughs> so, and for the Gemara, no, they are different. Because his sister, there's never going to be a situation in which your sister is permitted to you. That just is not going to happen. Um, and therefore, even though, yes, when Shimon was born, Rivka was already married to 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 to, to Ruvain. Still, uh, the the sister thing is 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 not going to budge. As opposed to Aishas Och, Aishas Och is something that gets permitted in the context of Yibum. 
And because it's something that gets permitted, so that is why when Levi is born, Shimon and Shimon was already married to Sari. So you can say that we waive since when Levi was born, Shimon was already married to Sari, since it's basically coming from Eishasach, which gets waived in the context of Yibum. Friends, moving on to a new Mishnah. They say a general rule by a Yivame, as we have learned already from the first daf of Mesech the Yivames, if it's Erva, so then of course there's no yibum, there's no chalitza, there's no, there's no nothing, right? Of course, as we learned since day one. Isser mitzvah v'isser kedusha. If there is an isser of a mitzvah or an isser of a kedusha, we are going to explain what they mean in a minute. Choletzes v'lo misyabemis. So they do chalitza, they do not do um, yibum. So in those cases you do Chalitza, not Yibum. Iser mitzvah, v'iser... I just read that. Fine. Achosa shehi yivimta cholitzas o misyabemis. If you have a situation where you have a a a, a, a um, your 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 sister who is also your yavam, you could do chalitza or Yibum. So that is talking about a situation where you have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Ruven and Shimon are married to Sari and Rivka. Okay, Sari and Rivka are sisters. Ruven and Levi die. So now Levi theoretically needs to do Yibum with Sari and Rivka, but Sari and Rivka are sisters. He can't do Yibum with Sari and Rivka if they're sisters. He can't marry two sisters, but Sari is also his mother-in-law. So Mimele, Levi is not doing Yibum with his mother-in-law, Sari. So then, um, in that case, so she's basically out of the question, so then Levi can do Yibum with uh, Rivka. Isr Mitzvah, what, so what is this? Right? We, we had said a few a minute ago, Isr Mitzvah Visr Kedusha, that when it comes to an Isr of a Mitzvah or of a Kedusha, so Cholatzes of Misyabemis, you do Chalitza na Yibum. So what is Isr Mitzvah? So says the Mishnah, Isr Mitzvah Shniyas Midivay Sofim. Isr Mitzvah are Sheni La Arayases. That they are uh, certain relationships that Mid Arayas are permitted, but the Chachavim say that they're also. Um, and, and they're also midir abonon. The Gemara, I believe, tomorrow is going to explain what they are. Um, but they are also midir abonon. So in those cases, midir arais, you could do yibum. There's nothing right, but midir abonon. They're also so we do chalitza. We don't do yibum. Isser kedusha. Uh, what's an isser? A prohibition of holiness. Amon the kohen gadol. For example, a widow does not marry a kohen gadol. Grusha vachlutz the kohen hedjet. A divorcee or a chalutzi. Um, does not marry a regular coin. Mamzeris unesina li yisrael. A mamzeris or a nesina from the water carriers, I think. So they do not marry into mainstream Israel. Uvas yisrael and also mamzer and a a bas yisrael. You know, so basically meaning, if it turns out that there is going to be a situation of yibum, where it's going to be. Um, you know, Amon of the Kohen Gadol, or Gushav Achalutz of the Kohen Hejit, or Nesina, Mamzeris and Nesina Yisrael, Bas Kohen the Nasun Mamzer, Kilu. In those situations, so we do Chalitza, we do not do Yibum, right? So let's say you have uh, Ruvain and Shimon. Um, Ruvain's married to uh, 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 
Sarah. Right, so you have Reuven married to Sarah, and then uh, you, and you have Shimon. Okay, sort of classic case of uh, Yibum, right? So Reuven's married to Sarah. There's also brother Shimon. Reuven dies. But friends, here's the twist. Here's the catch. Shimon's the Kohen Gadol. So now the thing is, the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. And Mimele, Sarah's a widow, you know, if Reuven died without children. So, so in that case... Shimon, the Kohen Gadol, who's not allowed to marry a widow, so he would do Chalitza, he would not do Yibum. And the same thing for, you know, Grusha, Bachalutza, the Kohen Hajit, and, uh, uh, yeah, these other examples as well. If sort of they come up in a Yibum situation, you do Chalitza, you don't do Yibum. Says the Gemara, Klal Mai. When we say Klal there's a general rule. What else is included in this general rule? Um, Rafim by Pope, says Rafim by Pope, La Suye Silonis. To include the tsar, so it says Rafa by puppets to include the tsare of an Ilonis that she also is considered an erva, and you do not do yibum or chalitza. And it's like Rav Asi who says that that the tsar of an Ilonis does not do yibum or chalitza. Those who say kol shisur iser erva, right? The opposite that anything that is an iser of erva. That is what's forbidden. And that is where you do not do Yibum or Chalitza. Tsaraso. Um, I'm sorry. Erva Huda Asira Tsaraso. That's where the Tsar is Asir. Ha lo Isura Isir Erva. But if the prohibition is not one of Arias, well, Tsaraso lo Asira, then the Tsar is not forbidden. Lemutemai, what to exclude what? Amrafim Lemutemai. Tsaris Ilonis Udalo Kravasi to the exclusion of an Ilonis, which is not an erva, and therefore um the tsara is going to be permitted, and therefore it's not like Ravasi, who says that the tsara of an Ilonis is forbidden. Um let's go weiter. Ahosa Shahi Yevimta, if the sister who is also the Ko Yavum requirer, right? We said that, that was a situation where you have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven's married to Sara, Shimon's married to Rivka, Sara and Rivka are sisters. Reuven and Shimon die. So now Levi, uh, you know, has a Yibum situation with Sarah and Rivka. But we say that uh, Sarah is, let's say, uh, in Erva to Levi for some other reason. Let's say she's his mother-in-law. So Mimele, she's out of the question. So then Levi can do Yibum or Chalitza with Rivka. Uh, so now what is this sister, sister situation? Levi the Isser Mitzvah. If we say that it's talking about the Isser Mitzvah that we said before it was talking about Shniyas Larayas, right? So if we say that Sare is a Shniyas Larayas with Levi, well, came into me Dorais, Aram Yukame, Pogabachoso, Bachozukukoso. Well, since if we're saying that the relationship between Levi and Sare is only Midra Abonon, so Midra there's a Zika between both Sare and Rivke and Levi. And therefore, how could Levi do Yibum with uh, Rivke? He's going to be marrying the sister of his, uh, uh, um, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, 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 Zkuka. Um, so, Ela Chosid Israel. No, it means that the sister is as an Israel. So, for example, if let's say Sarah is uh, uh, Shimon's uh, mother, uh, Levi's mother in law, since so she's out of the picture, and uh, Levi can do Yibum with. Rivke, let's move on. Iser mitzvah shnis. We said that the iser of a mitzvah 
is the Shniyas Larayas that we're going to um, discuss tomorrow. Amai Kari Le Iser Mitzvah. How come the Shniyas Larayas that are also made to and how come they're called Iser Mitzvah? Amai Mitzvah the Shmuel Devei Chachomim says Abai because it's a mitzvah to listen to what the sages say. Okay, that sounds very nice. Let's go weiter. Iser Kedusha Amon Lekoyin Gadol Gush Vachlutz Lekoyin Hedjet. We said that the prohibition of Kedusha is, for example, uh, if it turns out that a widow is going to be doing Yibum with the Kohen Gadol, or a divorcee, or a Chalutzi, to a, a regular Kohen, a Kohen Hejit, Ve'amai Kardu Isser Kedusha, why is that called an Isser Kedusha? The Pasuk says, Kedoshim Yiu Lelokeim, that these Psukim of Gusha Vachlutzu Lekohen Hejit, etc., are written in Sefer Vayikra, and at the end of it it says, Kedoshim Yiu Okay. Uh, at the end of, I believe that Parsha, it says, Kedoshim Yu Lelokeim, you should be holy to your uh, God, and therefore, um, that's why these things are referred to as Kedushas. Tanya, we learn advice of Buddha, Machlif, Buddha actually says it's the opposite. Isser Mitzvah is Amon Elokein Gadol, Gushavachlutz, Elokein Hejit. No, it's the Mitzvah that refers, right, the Isser Mitzvah is what refers to Amon Elokein Gadol, Gushavachlutz, Elokein Hejit. Vamaikari lay Isser Mitzvah, how can we call it an Isser Mitzvah? Because at the very end of Sefer Vayikra it says, Ela mitzvis. These are the mitzvis, and all of these psukim are in Sefer Vayikra. Isr Kedusha, Shniyas Mitveisofim, and the Isr Kedusha refers to the Shniyas, right? The, uh, the, uh, the secondary Arias that we're going to talk about tomorrow. Vamai Kari Le Isr Kedusha. How can we call them Isr Kedusha? Amrabai call Amakaim Divichachom, because anybody fulfills the words of the sages, Nikra Kaddish. What? He's called the Holy. Friends, that sounds very nice, right? Holy. Sounds very nice. Amalei Rava. Rava says to Abai, But one second. Is that it? That simply somebody who does the words of the sages is called holy? What? And if somebody doesn't do the words of the sages, so he's not called holy. He's not called a Rosh. He's not called holy. Is that what it is? He just he's not called holy. But other than that, he's, he's, he's a-okay. Friends, you hear that? Make yourself holy even with the things that are permitted to you. Sure, these sure, these things that aren't by the book, erva, but nonetheless, make yourself holy even with things that are permitted to you. And that's why we refer to the Shniyas Larayus, the, these relationships that are also Midr Abonon, we refer to them as kedushas. Refer to them as holy things. Friends, let's move on. Amona the koyin gadol. So the Mishnah had said that in a situation where a widow, right, basically Reuven is married to Sarah, Shimon is the koyin gadol. Givaldig, Reuven dies. So we say that Shimon does chalitza with uh, Sarah because. Um, <sighs> Shimon does chalitza with Sarah because she's Mimele, a widow, and he's the Kohen Gadol, and a widow cannot marry the Kohen Gadol. In fact, the Gemara Kaposuk Vitani, it simply just says in the Mishnah that Namana to a Kohen Gadol, you do chalitza. But one second, one second. We're making zero distinction whether Ruvain died after they were married. Or simply after, um, after 
Erison. We're not making a distinction if whether Ruvain died after Erison or after Nisun. Bishlama mina Nisun. Essay velocisive in essay. Friends, you get the kasha? The kasha is, um, what does it say? Almono, what, what, what does it say by Kohen Gadol? Um, hmm. Do we have? This is a pasuk in Sefer Vayikra. Let's read it again. So this pasuk in referring to who a uh, Kohen Gadol marries, it mentions some lotases and it mentions some ases. Almone ugrusha vachalole zona eseile lo yukach. Do not marry a widow, a divorcee. Ki in besula me'ama v'yikachima. He has to marry a virgin. He has to marry a besula. So those are two things. A. Do not marry a widow. B. Marry a besula. And therefore, if Sare was already married to uh, Reuven, and she's no longer a Besula. So then, by Shimon the Kohen Gadol marrying Sare, there, 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 there are two questions that are surfaced. Right? There are two problems. One is that she's a widow, she's an Amona, which is a low taise, right? Um, but also she's no longer Besula. And the Pasuk says, which is a mitzvah's essay. So once already she's been married to Ruvain, and she's no longer Basula, so there's both an essay and a low essay. Yet, if it's only after Arison, and she's still a Basula, so then um, there's still an issue of, of, of the fact that she's a widow, that Ruvain died after, after Kiddushin. But she's still a basula, so there's no, so it's basically only a lotai say. There's no issue of the assay as well. So it's, let's start from the beginning of the Gemara. Kaposik Vitani, it simply says in the Mishnah that, that, right, that if the, that, right, that Kohen uh, Gadol does chalitza because Sarah is a widow. But there's no distinction made whether Sarah became a widow after, uh, you know, marriage, after Nisuin, or maybe it was only after Arison. We don't seem to be making a distinction. So I understand why Shimon the Kohen Gadol would have to do Chalitza and cannot do Yibum if Ruvain died after they were Mamish married. Um, because then there's an issue of an assay of the fact that the Kohen Gadol needs to marry a Basula, which isn't relevant if they've already been married after Nisun. And there's also a, a, a negative commandment, which is do not marry a widow. And the positive commandment of Yibum will not override the Lotase and the Asai. But if it is simply from the Arison, if uh, Shimon, if Ruvain gave uh, you know a ring to Sare, and now they are engaged, and then Ruvain dies, so Lotai Segredu, the only issue there is that it's a Lotase. She's a widow now, 
And a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow, but she's still a Basulu. Yavu Esei So the Esei, the positive commandment of Yivamu Yavu Aleo, should override the negative commandment of you're not allowed to marry a widow. That, friends, is the question of the Gemara. That there should be a distinction between if Reuben died after Erisin or after Nisun. Omer of Gidl, Omer Rav, Omer Kro. That says of Gidl, Omer Rav, that the Pasuk says, also Yivimto Ashaira, that if we look at the Pasuk in the context of Chalitza, it says, Vim lo yachpo ish, says Yivimto, that if uh, Shimon doesn't want to do Yivim with Sarah, Vimto Yivimto Ashaira, El Hazkenim, so then Sare comes to the gate to the elders, Vimto Main uh, Where am I? So it says, also even to Ashira, so then, so then, um, um, so then, so then she, uh, so then she goes to the gate to the elders. When she says, Fine. Right, it says, Why does that have to say Yivimto twice? Who else? We already said we're talking about the Yivamu. So who else is it going to be? So that's what the Gemara is saying. So, That Sarah goes to the gate. Doesn't need to say Yivimto. We said it three words earlier. Because what it's teaching is, What's the Sabah? Acheres. That there's a different Yivama, right? It says Yivama twice, right? Yivimto twice in the Pasuk, that there are two, there's another Yivama. She'ola la chalitza ve'ena ola la yibum, that even though she would not do Yibum, she does do chalitza ve'ezozo. No, who is this Yivama that does not do Yibum? I don't know what you said a minute ago, but who is this person that does not do Yibum, but does do chalitza? Chayve lavin. That is chayve lavin, such as this, right? If a kohen gadol marries a widow, he's not chayv karis, but it's a lav. And we're saying that in the situation of chayve lavin, you do not do yibum, you do chalitza, and that is why um, the kohen gadol would do chalitza with um, with uh, shim. The kohen gadol would do chalitza with sarah, not yibum. Ve'ema chayve krasos. But maybe I'll say, wait, no, it's saying that in the situation of when there's a chiyuv karis between Shimon and Sarah, that's when you do chalitza, not by lavim. Amrkwala Pasuk says, It says in the Pasuk by chalitza, if he doesn't want to take her. But if he really wants to, he could do yibum. Somebody who's able to do yibum can do chalitza. Ole la chalitza, and somebody who doesn't do yibum doesn't do chalitza, and therefore by chayve karis you do not do yibum, and therefore you do not do chalitza either. Yachi chayve lavin nami. So if so, so by, so why don't we say the same thing by chayve lavin, right? You wouldn't do chalitza by a lav. So harabi rachmoni yivimto. It says in the pasuk yivimto to say that uh, no, but that by chayve lavin you do do chalitza. Mara Isa, how come you're coming to include um, 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 Lavin, right? So that you say, 
that you do chalitza specifically by lavin, but not by chayve koris. Mistavah chayve lavin, tafsibu kedushin, chayve kresis, or tafsibu kedushin. Well, it makes sense to say that by negative commandments, that's where there will be chalitza as opposed to koris violations, because at least by negative commandments, there is a concept of kedushin, right? If, for example, a coin hedget marries a grusha, he's not allowed to, but if he does, they're still married. The children, I believe, are halalim, but uh, they're still married. As opposed to a chiv kares, I don't know, somebody marries his sister or something, so it, it's not even marriage, bichlal. So therefore, it makes sense to include in chalitza lavin, which at least marriage is shayich, as opposed to kresos, where, 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 where marriage is not even a thing, bichlal. Hi, friends. Let's go weiter. Masiv Rave Rave asked the following kasha, is her mitzvah is her kedusha? Rav asks the kasha that we have a brisa, or a tosefta lemaisa. Tosefta is a brisa. What do you want me to tell you? Iser mitzvah ve'iser kedusha. That when you have an iser of a mitzvah and an iser of a kedusha, if we assume like uh, like Tanakama, so mitzvah is referring to like arayus mitzvah abonon ve'iser kedusha is like amona the kohen gadol, for example. Ba alel o cholatz lo. Niftera Tsarasa. If he did Yibum or if he did Chalitza, so then the Tsare is Potter. Okay, right? So it works and the Tsare is Potter, right? So if you have, um, 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 so I think maybe an example of this would be. So Ruvain is married to uh so Ruvain and Shimon are Kohanim. Ruvain is married to Sara and Tarifka. Sara is a Grusha. She was married to somebody else before she got divorced. Now she's not really allowed to marry Ruvain, but they got married. Fine. It's, and it's still Kedushin. Ruvain dies. So now there's Sara and Rivka. Now we said that Sara is a Grusha. So she can't do Yibum with Shimon because he's not allowed to marry a divorcee. But there's the other wife. There's also Rivka, right? So we're saying, um, I'm sorry, but nonetheless, what we seem to be saying is that if um, Shimon does either Yibum or Chalitza, it sounds like even with Sarah, so then, so then, um, Niftirat Sarasa is out, so, so, um, Rivka is off the hook, cause, uh, you know, even, even if, uh, Shim does Yibum with Sari, Rivka is off the hook. Now, Visakadaiti Chaybe Lavin, we derive the Chalitza Ramya, Libum Lo Ramya, but now, Frakti Gemara, one second. If, if we're saying that Lavin Mida Araisa, for example, we said, uh, Amon Lekoyen Gadol, that they davka do chalitza, they don't do yibum. So then, if Shimon does yibum with Sare, and Shimon's a koyin, right? Not necessarily koyin gadol, but he's a koyin, and Sare is a divorcee, she's a, she's a grusha. So, how could we say in the Brisa that even if Shimon does yibum with Sare, then Rivka is off the hook, but he has to do chalitza. He can't do yibum. Who most of love in Farakla, Rav answers his own kasha. Litzdod and Katani. 
No, it's taught uh, it's taught in friends. We have any JavaScript developers? It's like uh, object um, I don't know what's it even called. What's it called when you um, break up the object? Uh, destructuring. We're destructuring it. For whom it writes, who most of them, Mefarik la litstad in katani baale iser mitzvah chalutz la iser kedusha. That when right knew what what, what did the brayse say? It said iser mitzvah iser kedusha baale o chalutz la. It's poshit. It's just a it's a it's a poshit case of a JavaScript object destructuring. It's poshit a, a Java case of a JavaScript object destructuring. That poshit you have. Uh, mitzvah and kedusha, you have uh, yibum and you have chalitza. So the yibum is going on the uh, on the on the mitzvah, and the chalitza is going on the kedusha. Meaning, the only option for the uh, you know grusha the kohen hedget would be chalitza, not yibum. Yibum was for the shnius l'arayus, was for the um, mitzvahs. Let's go fight the friends. Mosiv Rav, Rav asked the Kasha, you ready for this Kasha? Hope you're ready. Ptsuah Dako Uchro Shofcho Swiss Odom Ve'azokin Olcholtzin Omiyabmin Who are these friends of ours? Ptsuah Dako, a fellow with crushed testicles Uchro Shofcho or a severed organ Friends? Go fight. Swiss Adam, a fellow who's castrated. Or you know, he's just <laughs> or he's just old. What do you want me to tell you? Let's go fight her. Oh Omiyabmin. So so in, in all of these cases, um you can do either Yibum or Khalitza Ketzad how. So Mesu Viloim Achim. So if you have these guys. The the fellow with the crushed testicles, or or one of these other friends, and he's married to Sarah, all right, and he dies. Vloim Achim, and he has a, a, a brother. Vloim Noshim. Okay, so so there's so there's a, a yibum situation, right? Let's call let's call the the let's just put a name to the Pitsua uh, Daka. We'll call him Ruven. So just remember, Ruven has crushed testicles. That is important in this case. From now on, we'll just call him Ruven. So now Ruven dies. So Shimon eh, can do Yibum. All right. And then Shimon does Mimer with Sar. get, and they give a. Get, okay, fine. Right, they did Mimer, they gave a Kesef Kedushin, they gave a Get, Vicholtzu, and they did Chalitza. Masha also, also, Masha also, also, they did whatever they did, they did. Vimbalu, Kanu, and if they, um, if Shimon did Yibum with Saris, then Zeo does Yibum. Mesu, Achim. Now, what if the case was such that it, Ruven didn't die, rather, it was flipped. Reuven is now the brother. We're, we're going to now call him Shimon. Okay, so now in this case, Shimon is the fellow with the crushed testicles. Reuven is his brother, and he's married to Sarah. Reuven dies, and now Shimon 
is um, the brother. So now, so now, so now, um, so Mesu, so if Ruven dies, and uh, where am I? Mesu Achim, right? So if Ruven, the brother, dies, and then Shimon, who's a Ptuadaka, Vasu Mimer, Binish Hosseini does Mimer with Sarev, Venos Nuget, they gave a get, Oshokotsu, they did Chalitza, Masha also, also, whatever they did, they did Vimbalu. Kanu, and if they uh, do yibum with sorry, so it works. But they wouldn't be able to remain married because it says that uh, uh, I don't know. You don't have tzuadakas, I guess, getting married. Interesting. All right, I guess we don't want them getting married. What do you want me to tell you? Now, friends, that was a very exciting brisa. But there was a, there was a reason why why we mentioned it. Now, if it enters your mind to say that chayve lavin, right? So, for for example, the situation where Shimon is the is is the is the is the uh, daka. So, if we say that Shimon was a chayve lavin because of leyava daka, so if we say that when Ruvain dies. So now the Shimon, but Shimon is, 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 there's a lab for him to do Yibum with Sari. So then he should have to do Chalitza. So, so they have to do Chalitza, the Yibum lo Rami, you can't do Yibum. Imbalu amai konu. Well then, how come, right, it says in the Brisa that if they do Yibum, then it works. So, so now this all gets back to our original question, right? Our original question was that our Mishnah says that Namana to a coin Godel is a lav, right? And therefore, if it turns out in the case of Yibum, so for example, Shimon is a coin Godel, Ruvain dies, Sarah, of course, is a widow. So Shimon the coin Godel is unable to do Yibum, so he does Chalitza. Now, the Gemara had pointed out, that we don't seem to be distinguishing whether Ruvain died after Arison or after Nisun. Implying that even if it was simply after Arison, where it's only a lav, you would be unable to do Yibum. And we say, well, the Torah says that when it's a lav, you don't do Yibum, you do Chalitza. But we're saying, I don't understand. In situations of, you know, in, in a situation of a lav, you know, what about, for example, the Ptsua the, the, uh, who were saying he could do Yibum. But I, I thought we said, that um, by Lavin, such as a Amman of the Kohen Gadol, you specifically do Chalitza. So, Ela Omer Rave, rather says Rave, Amone, Mina Erisin, Nami Ese Vilosaise, who? So, says Rave, well, actually, even an Amman from Erisin is not only a mitzvah's los, I say, of being an amona, but there's also an ase, there's also a positive commandment, which makes it therefore um, an ase and a lotase, and the positive commandment of yibum will not override the ase and the lotase. What is this ase by amona mena'erisin? Dechsev kedoshim yu lelukein. Alright, fine, so it says that they will be, that you have to be holy to your um, God, and therefore, um, and that is in the context of um, who a um, Kohen 
Is it a coin or a coin gado? I'm not sure. But I guess let's say a coin gado. I'm, I'm not sure though. Um, who they can marry. So we see that there's also a positive commandment of Kedoshim Yud that okay. Fine. One second. Chafal of Vav. And that is... Oh. Oh yeah. Wait, what? Is that the same Pasuk? So then what's that other Pasuk? Um... Oh, Chafal of Yudala. And that's Vav. Yeah, my Takabiyah. It would make sense if it's Takabiyah, Kohen Gadol. Anyways, fine. So, okay. So, so therefore, a Kohen Gadol, even to an Almana Mina Erisin, is, 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 a, is a lav, is a losasay and an asay. Okay, but then Mamzeris and Asina, Maika the Mema. But what about Mamzeris Unasina? Right? Shouldn't, right? It's just a lav. Shouldn't they be able to do Yibum? So, well, it says, you, in, you should generally be holy, right? Just in general, you should be holy. And that even applies to uh, a Nesina and a Mamzer. And therefore, even by them also, there's the law of they can't marry into the congregation. But there's also the Asay of the general global If so, then you'll never be able to find a situation of only a mitzvah slot because there's always going to be globally be this. Mitzvah sasei v'is kadoshtem. So how are you ever, are you ever gonna have asei dochelot asei? It's always gonna be another asei. It's always gonna be asei dochelot asei ve'asei, which isn't you know, meaning asei is not dochelot asei ve'asei. But there's always that asei v'is kadoshtem. Dechsev v'is kadoshtem. Elo, Amarava rather says Rava, no, scratch that. Gezera amonim in aerisin auto auto amonim in anisuin. No, rather the reason why. Um, a Kohen uh, Gadol does not do Yibam with an Amona from Erisin is out of concern that, well, if he does Yibam with an Amona from Erisin, maybe he'll end up doing Yibam with an Amona from Nisuin as well, which we don't want. Mamzeris and Asina Ma'ika the Meymar. But what about the Mamzeris and Asina? And an Asina, what's the problem there? So, Gzera B'makum Mitzvah Atu Shlo B'makum Mitzvah. Well, we're concerned about that if you um, do Yibum with a Mamzeris or, or a Nesina in the context of Yibum, then you might also marry them outside of the context of Yibum. We don't want that. El But one second, if we're concerned about all these different Gezeras, well then we should say that just we never do Yibum. We should never do Yibum because Yibum, by definition, is with an erva, right? In general, right? Right? That, that, um, meaning, um, generally speaking, uh, right, right, so meaning, when it comes to Yibum, so, okay, so generally speaking, you're not allowed to, um, marry your brother's wife, right? Now, in the context of Yibum, it's allowed. But shouldn't we be concerned that, well, if we allow you to do Yibum with your brother's wife, you might end up doing Yibum with your brother's wife from your mother, right? Of course, we, we know that Yibum applies to your brother from your father. But what if it's your brother from your mother, but not from your father, from a previous marriage, let's say? So, so maybe we should say that you don't even do Yibum when it's from your wife from your brother from your father out of concern about a wife from your brother from your mother. Yeah, but Yibum is based on inheritance, and inheritance is based on having the same father, and therefore people know. 
But one second, why don't we say that Yibum doesn't apply because you can only do Yibum with a woman who doesn't have any children. Shouldn't we be concerned about, yes, but what, what if Ruvain dies and there are children? Shouldn't we be concerned that even then Shimon's going to end up doing Yibum with Sarah? So we say, No, we're not concerned. Because, you know, Yibum is kind of a crazy thing. And it, it, it only applies in situations when there's no kids. Like everybody kind of knows that. In situations where there's a kid, and unfortunately Ruvain dies, so like Shimon's not just going to go and marry Sarah. So why don't we say that um, you shouldn't do Yibum with Sarah when she's married to Ruven, even when they, you know, Shimon and Ruven lived at the same time, you still shouldn't do Yibum out of concern for Eishas Achav Shloyeh right? When Shimon never overlapped with Ruven. So Bishiva Talar Achmana made the idea. Now the same thing that... Um, Right, the puzzle says, Ki yeshvu achim yachtov, when they dwell together, when they live at the same time, and therefore, it's, I guess, well enough known, that, that excludes Eishasach HaShloye Ba'olamu. Kol anoshim lotisyabmo, gizayim shumailonus, but why don't we say that, well, let's, we should suspend yibum in general, because, well, after all, there's the concept of the ailonus, where you're not going to do yibum. Lo shchicha, we say, yeah, but that's not common. Mamzeris nisina nami lo shchicha, Say, yeah, but maybe Mamzeris and Asina isn't common. So El Amr of Rava says, Rava, okay, forget all that. Gezer bi Rishona ought to be a Shnir. They were concerned with the first Bia because of the second Bia, meaning. So now we're giving a, a different answer. That, okay, the reason why a Kohen Gadol does not do uh, Yibum with um, Sarah, since she's a widow, even though, right, even if it's just from Arison, where it's only the lav of, a, of an Amana, but there's no issue of Besula. So in that case, so no, shouldn't Shimon, the Kohen Gadol, do Yibum with Sarit? Because it's the Asay of Yibum, should be the Ochdelot of not marrying a widow. So we say, Enochinami. However, however, here's the thing. The mitzvah, right, Yibum, is only the first time that they sleep together, right? Yibum, the mitzvah of Yibum, is when Shimon cohabits with Sarah. After that, if they remain together, that's going to be a problem, because she's a widow, and he's a Kohen Gadol. So therefore, Ravi says, the issue with the Kohen Gadol doing Yibum with Sarah, is that while the first time they're together, would be okay, because that's the mitzvah of Yibum, but ought to be a shni, we have to be concerned about the second time that they're going to sleep together outside of the mitzvah of Yibum. It's no longer a mitzvah. All it is, is simply in Almanu to a Kohen Gadol. Tanya Yachu, we also learn in a verse like this, in Baalu Kanu Bebir Rishona, that if they do Yibum, so then Yibum kind of works. But but you would not be able to sort of sustain that marriage more than once. Hadar Amar Rava, Rava then says, Ravashi. Some say, Ravashi, lab the Amri. Actually, what I just said doesn't make any sense to Amri Rishlakish, because Rishlakish says, Komakum Okay. 
Okay. Um, so, so, so let's read that again. In a situation where you have a where when in a situation where you have a positive commandment and a negative commandment, look, if you could have a situation where you can do both of them, Matov If not, so then we have the concept of right? So when you have, let's say, the Asay of Yibum and the Lota Asay of do not marry an Amona if you're a Kohen Gadol. So yes, in principle, the Asay could override the Lota Asay. And you'll do the Asay and the Lota Asay gets overridden. However, if you can have a situation where you can preserve both, well, though, then sir, by all means, Hachanami Bechalitza. Just do chalitza, the mekayim essay velosayse, that preserves the essay velosayse. That, you know, the rayibum is sort of preserved, you're doing chalitza, and you're taking care of, you know, the obligation that way. And in terms of, you know, I guess that that's an option. And in terms of, and you're not violating the lotase, that the Kohen Gadol should not marry a um, widow. And therefore, um, that is why the Kohen Gadol will not do um, uh, yibum with sorry. Since there's just a, you know, a, you can just do chalitza and then you just avoid the whole situation. But one second, it says that if you did, um, 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 uh, works. So what about all this stuff that we're saying not to do yibum? It's taka akasha. Well, friends, that was the afchof of Masechti Yivomis. Um, well, at the beginning of the daf, we were talking, we continued kind of on the discussion between Rib Shimon and Chacham regarding Geshus Achiv Shloi Balama. Then we got to a new interesting Mishnah. We had this general rule about um, Yibum, which we kind of knew already from the beginning of the Masechta, which is whenever there's an erva, you don't do Yibum, you don't do Chalitza. Um, we got into the interesting, uh, right, these Shniyas um, Arayas, as well as things like Amanu. The Kohen Gadol, Grusha Vachlutzu, the Kohen Hejit, Nostin and Mamzer, different people that uh, shouldn't be getting married with each other. We asked a very interesting question that we're saying that a, uh, a Kohen Gadol does not do Yibum because Mimele is doing it with uh, his brother's widow and he's not allowed to marry a widow. We said maybe there should be a distinction between after engagement versus after marriage because uh, after marriage is in Asay and Elotase, whereas after engagement it's only Elotase. And in the end, we said, well, yes, Enochinami, that um, while um, it might be an issue, it might be okay to do uh, Yibum with Sarah on the first time, but after that, it will, it will be a problem. So therefore, that's why we say that even that a Kohen Gadol does not do Yibum with um, an Amona, even if it's only from Arison. Friends, peace out.